And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Good evening and welcome! Episode one, three, five. Zero of down to Doug. I am Luke. Join this evening by Taylor. Uh, we need a basketball party. We got a basketball party. Uh, I don't know what to say here. Slay through. Al baby. It's Jay. Yeah, Alex. Hey, what's up? Oh, that's a really good one. Hey, what's up? Uh, all right. That's all I can think about. I I can't. <laughs> the four of us together. I immediately went back to the Andrew flu night, and it's still my favorite podcast moment in the history of us doing this. Because Andrew was sick. Yeah, but it was just so funny. Like I re-listened to it. I've rewatched it since we did it. I don't even remember <laughs> when it was now, but man, was it actually funny? It just remind. Yes, it was incredible. We're talking about Alex was watching car crash videos. Mm. <laughs> Andrew kept chiming in through the comments to try to get us to stop, and we just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh, well, hopefully he's watching us tonight, wherever he is. We don't know. Um, so this is a big night, guys. This is uh, the third episode in a row without Andrew. He's not here. It is Koala Pod number three. Very exciting. And this is the culmination of this week where we are now going to do the Down to Dunk expansion draft. If you haven't been paying attention this week, me and Michele Barra on Monday and Wednesday went through the Eastern Conference and went through the Western Conference and made our picks for which players would be protected and which players would be unprotected in this expansion draft. And it was all very exciting, and no one had a problem with any of our picks uh, except one of McKellie's, which was very controversial. Um, and we'll see where that player goes in tonight's draft. In fact, I'm very interested to see, because McKelly made some bold claims in those podcasts. I'm sure you guys heard it, uh, saying that a couple guys he thought wouldn't even have a chance to get picked. And we're here tonight to prove him wrong. 
but picking all the terrible players that McKelly doesn't like. Um, so before we get started, though, guys, I wanted to do a, uh, a nomination for the Rebuild and Replenish Hall of Fame. Now, if you haven't been paying attention to this, every week during the summer, we're going to nominate something from the last two years to enshrine into the Rebuild and Replenish Hall of Fame. Do any of you have a guess what my nomination will be this week? It was probably when we asked uh, our listeners on Twitter to give us some suggestions. It was by far the most, the most popular one. We hadn't done it yet. As a reminder, what we've already inducted, uh, pre-G League, rookie Poku, and then the Thursday pod, as we all remember. So uh, do you guys mm-hmm. have any guesses what I will be uh, uh, nominating this week? Bird night? That's a very good guess. Jay, okay. do you have any guesses? So for a little context, this yeah. is any moment. Any. From, from 20... 20- 21 well i guess the summer and spring of or summer and no when whenever the the bubble was whatever so, those so seasons the are poku, the poku draft onward yeah 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 no i don't actually have a real guess but i have like an honorable mention outside looking in and i don't know if you mentioned it yet but the when poku got drafted the picture of his family <laughs> yeah like it was probably be in the hall of fame that, that was our first introduction to Poku. And for someone to be a mystery man, because we've had draft mystery men before, but for someone to be a mystery man and then announce himself nationally in that way, I mean, that really like took it up to another notch. Like If you weren't excited about the mystery of Poku up to that point, you saw that photo and you're like, oh, man, let's go. What is this guy going to be? So I, I, think that's, I think that's a worthy nomination. Uh, that picture, actually, the picture to me is on par with the painting of of uh, Jesus and his disciples. That classic painting. Yeah. Um. So actually, what I'm going to nominate tonight is the Daniel Oturu game. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for this one. I'm sure. I think uh, this one has to be inducted. And why I think it's so great is because this was a game that our team won, the team that we root for won. Uh, it was a game in which one of our best prospects at the time, Alexei Pokushevsky, scored 29 points. And yet, all you have to say is the Daniel Truro game, and everyone remembers what it is. So coming into this game, final game of the season, OKC was tied in the reverse standings with the Orlando Magic, 21 wins apiece. All they had to do was lose this final game against a Clippers team that was going to the playoffs. But the Clippers, if I remember correctly, were trying to avoid the Lakers in the playoffs, Mm. who, of course, had won the previous year in the bubble. And to their credit, it did work out for them because I'm pretty sure this is the season that they went to the conference finals. But Daniel Otru had other plans. He played 37 minutes in this game. He put up a 13-12-2-2 on 5 of 21 shooting. And the most amazing part about this game is I think if most people remember it, they'll think that Daniel Turu took a bunch of mid-range shots. He took some. He was one for four from the mid-range. But where it actually all went wrong for Daniel Turu 
three for 11 in the restricted area. <laughs> three for 11, 27.3% in the restricted area on 11 shots. Watch right outdoor. <laughs> Taylor, bad Taylor. Uh, so this is a game that it was uh, awful to watch. Uh, it was it was it was terrible because we thought all hope was lost. Moses Brown put up twenty four and eighteen with seven blocks, twelve of nineteen from the field. Josh Hall put up twenty five and ten. Poku hit six threes. But it all just made us miserable because then they fell back into a tie with Cleveland. And then there was the tiebreaker. Cleveland ends up jumping up. They get Evan Mobley. And we had to settle for Josh Giddy. So everything turned out pretty well. But in the moment, that game was one of the uh, biggest gut punches I felt when I'm not rooting uh, for my team. Probably the number one like tanking gut punch we felt. You know what's crazy about all those names you just mentioned? They feel so distant to me. I mean, those names feel like they're eight years ago. And the they names do. from eight years ago feel closer to those. That's a, that is a, a bygone era that was only a couple months ago. It was like a fever dream. Yeah, it, it was. was a fever dream. 43 minutes for Josh Hall in that game. He deserved all every one of them, too. Poor Gabby Deck. He only got 18 minutes. Well, the, the tortoise was a little slow that night. Um, Charlie Brown, 31 minutes, two for 10. So, yeah, that that's one that you have to uh, nominate. And I think that's like a first ballot Hall of Famer for the rebuild and yeah, replenish. It, it's, it's such a significant moment that non-Thunder media still refer to it. Like Tim McMahon refers to that yeah. game. Yeah, regularly in his podcast world, like he's everybody remembers the night that that game happened because it was the worst game, maybe in the history of the NBA. Yeah, I mean, like last year, everyone made a big deal about uh, Dallas purposely tanking, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of forgotten to the to the sands of time in the future. Whereas I think the Daniel Turo game will will stand the test of time. I feel like I might tell my, my child about it one day. He needs to know. It's an important part of our history. Um, okay, you guys ready to get to the expansion draft? Yeah. Oh, so ready. Okay, so the, the, we're going to have two teams. Two teams. Uh, Jay and Taylor will make up one team, the brain trust of that expansion team. And then uh, me and Luke will be the brain trust of the other expansion team. Now, I told uh, the two teams that they could name themselves whatever they want. They just had to pick a city, and they had to pick a team name, a mascot. So, uh, Jay and Taylor, what have you decided on as your team name? Go ahead, Taylor. We are going to be, Jay, thank you so much for this. We are the PP Sleepies. Say that one more time. We are the PP Sleepies. And so they, uh, in case in case someone's saying to themselves, well, that just sounds like a, a crass name with no basis in reality as far as a, a town or city, uh, what would you say to that person? Correct. There is a township in Ohio called PP. 
named PP. Oh, I didn't know that. So we went with the uh, Sleepies of PP. Peepees. PP. <laughs> the Sleepies of PP. The Sleepies of PP. Uh, great name. Uh, me and Luke. Uh, Luke, would you like to uh, say what our name is going to be? Sure. The, the new NBA is relocating to a huge hub of basketball fandom several other states nearby that can be fans we're talking of course about the oklahoma panhandle yes we're going guyman and we are the guyman guys what a name guyman guys you know you make a great point you know some people might uh think oh why would you want an nba team way on the panhandle but not that far of a drive from New Mexico, Colorado, Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma. Right. That's five states. That's right. That you can draw fans from. Oh yeah. And and I'm sure those are really populated areas uh, right mm-hmm. around there. Uh huh. Looks like we're close to a uh, Dodge City in Kansas, Amarillo, down in Texas. That's right. Uh, maybe maybe some fans from Pueblo, Colorado, can make the drive down to watch the guys. Uh yeah. So we're gonna be the Guyman guys. Alex, were you looking at a map just then, or do you just know that all those are right there? <laughs> that would be insane if I just knew that without looking at a map. Uh, no, I was looking at absolutely looking at a map. Wow. Um, okay, so do you guys want the official rules? Now, yes. this is this is we're going to go back and forth in terms of picks because I went back to the 1995 expansion draft. That was the last time there were two teams: Toronto and Vancouver. They did not do a snake draft, which I thought was kind of interesting. They just did one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, all the way down. Would you believe this? They picked 27 players back in 1995. Out of the first 14 players that were selected, how many would you guess actually played for one of those two teams, Toronto or Vancouver? How would you seven. Guess? Out, of, out of the first 14 picks. So Jay guesses seven. I guess nine. Uh, Luke says nine. I'm going to say four. It was three. Wow. Only three of the top 14 picks ever played a minute for either the Vancouver Grizzlies or the Toronto Raptors. However, the next, uh, what would that be, 13 picks? 12 of the 13 played. So what I'm saying is there could be some value at the end of this draft. So don't uh, overlook your late picks. Now, I put out a, a tweet. Asking people, you know, if you could pick first, who would you pick? I, I shared with them. And why, why, you know what? Why don't I go ahead and share the that big board. with our, uh, our watchers? The big board. The big board. So this, this will show you who we could potentially pick. These are all the different teams. I asked people, uh, you know, who would you take number one? And I would say if there was a, a most popular pick, it was Ben Simmons. And uh, I'm not going to tell you guys what you should pick or who you should pick. But I, I found something out that I thought was really interesting. So back in uh, – this was – I got this from when the uh, Charlotte Bobcats did their expansion draft. The NBA didn't want the expansion team to be able to just offer insane contracts and free agency. And so in the first year, they only allowed them to spend 66% of the total cap, which in this case, I think the cap's going to be somewhere around like 136 next year. That would mean that if you're an expansion team, you can only spend around $90 million, which I think really matters for someone like Ben Simmons, who if you drafted him, he would take up about half of your cap and you still have to fill out the rest of your roster. 
And so if you have these ideas, these dreams about having cap space and you could absorb other contracts into your team, if you drafted Ben Simmons, it would actually make it incredibly hard. So uh, something just to keep in mind as we go through, some of these guys have, have larger contracts. A lot of these guys are on, you know, still on their rookie deals. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to get started. Now, I think it'd be nice if uh, we let the uh, PP Sleepies go first. What do you think about that, Luke? I, yes, I think that's a great idea. I think it puts a lot of pressure on them. Yeah, Taylor, you have a question before we get started? I, I do. It's about the, uh, the cap thing that you just talked about. So yeah, we are playing by those rules? I'm not we don't have to play by those rules. I'm just saying that is a reason why uh I might not take Ben Simmons. I'm I'm going to somewhat manage my cap in my head. Basically I'm just not going to take every single big contract. Uh we we I we, we sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, already division. Oh, Jamon. This is uh, where we win. Now before you guys make your first selection as a reminder, if you t- if you draft someone, let's say from the Mavericks, let's say you decide to go with like Tim Hardaway Jr., that the Mavericks are done at that point. You cannot draft any other players from the Mavericks. Each Damn. team can only lose one player. So there is some uh, little game theory here oh, wow. with some of these teams like the Thunder, the Grizzlies, who have a lot of players. If you wanted one of those players, maybe you decide, oh, I'm going to reach a little sooner than I might have otherwise. Yeah. Something to think about. In addition, if you're watching on YouTube, every name that is highlighted yellow is a guy who is going to be a restricted free agent next summer. And if you draft them as an expansion team, they will become an unrestricted free agent that summer. And you can still sign them, of course, but they could, they're unrestricted. They could sign anywhere. So something to keep in mind as well. So someone, for instance, like Alexei Pokushevsky, he is highlighted yellow here because he has not been offered an extension. And so if you drafted him, he would be an unrestricted free agent come next summer. Uh, any other questions, guys? Here's, here's the other important rule, you, which I immediately asked Alex about when, when we were talking about setting this up, is you can't draft fictional players. Because I was like, you know, that if there's not true. a rule, true. kind of like there's no rule that a dog cannot play basketball, you can't draft Air Bud. That's, Luke, that's, that's a, a really, point. really going good point. To pick? Yeah. You know, they talk about those like uh, cap whizzes in certain front offices who like find these little angles that no <laughs> one else finds. Yep. That's that's Luke for the Gaiman guys. That's right. He's Luke, thinking you're a real outside Zizek? the box. Zach ran a diva. Yeah, that was one of the worst uh, cracks of my life. So, first wow. up, uh, the, the PB Sleepies, Jamon. I looked at your big board. I love the first pick. Um, I'm going to let you say it. Uh, with the first pick, the Sleepies of PP okay. are selecting Vasilia Micic from Whoa! the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right. I want to back him up on this because I thought about this independently. I did not see Jade's big board until 15 minutes ago. The idea... That okay, Micic is coming from Euroleague MVP. He could be a star in this league. There's not a lot of stars that are available here. The stars that are available are like Ben Simmons and old guys and guys that probably aren't really stars. Micic could be a star and he could be 
the building block to this team. I love it, Jay. It's a point wow. guard, and I love this. Now, wow. uh, I, I did not see that coming. In a million years, did not see that coming. Did you guys consider any of the other Thunder players? No. No. Wow. Wow. Haters. Hater alert. Thunder Nation, we got some haters. So by choosing uh, Michic, that means that we can't choose Poku. We can't choose Trey Mann, who I know a lot of people would have picked. Uh, Jay Will, of course. Uh, Usman Garuba. Our board is ruined. Okay. <laughs> so first pick in the expansion draft, Vasily Mitic. Um, All right. So... That brings us to our first pick. This is the second pick of the draft. And uh, this is this might be a shocking one for some people um, who have listened to me for any amount of time on Down to Dunk. But before you yell, uh, let me explain myself. With the second pick, yeah! the expansion draft, the Gaiman guys are going to select Kevin Porter Jr. from wow. the Houston Rockets. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, now, here's my thinking with Kevin Porter Jr. One, he's only 23 years old. Uh, two, when you compare him to the other guys around his age in this draft, he has by far been the most productive. His contract is kind of incredible because he is signed for an additional, uh, let's see here, four years, $63 million, but you can get out of that deal every single summer. Like for... If, he, if he's going to play for us this next season, next summer, his following year's contract is only a million dollars guaranteed. So we can get out of this at any time. We have a team option on the final year. We can use his contract in trades, or he could potentially just be good on our team. And listen, I have not been a fan of Kevin Porter Jr. playing with the Houston Rockets, but I do think in his defense – he was put in an unfair position where he was asked to be a point guard when he's just not. He's not a point guard. He's, he's a shooting guard. You look at some of his stats. He shot 44% last season on catch-and-shoot threes. I think if you had him in more of an off-ball role, which means we're going to have to go find a point guard here, I think there's potential there in a way that there's not as much potential for some of these other guys. Again, he's been more productive than any of these other young guys I could possibly choose. And so even though he's a rocket, and even though I haven't been his biggest fan over the last couple of years, I think he offers the most talent at this point, in addition to his contract giving me a lot of flexibility going forward. He's going to so be a guy, great guy. He's going to be <laughs> a great guy. And listen, and I know people are going to say the off-the-court stuff. Listen, he didn't. nothing happened last year. Everything was cool last year. I know that he left a game at halftime, but that was two years ago. Okay, last season was great. Uh, they asked him to be a leader. Everything went swell for him. So uh, we're going with it, taking the high upside. Kevin Porter Jr. is the first Guyman guy, and that means you guys can't take Jock Landale. No! That was our second pick on Jay's big board. Uh, where would you like to go next? Jamon, um... I know this might be jumping the gun a little bit, but I liked your guy in Memphis. Ooh. All right. With our second pick, we are going to take Brandon Clark wow. from the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. 
These are smart moves because they're picking, they're wiping out a lot of potential people that we could pick from those two teams. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, so what's your, what's your thinking on Brandon Clark? I mean, betting on his recovery from the Achilles. So he, here's kind of the thing with both of these teams. We, from, from our ownership, they're not really excited about taking the long road to uh, relevancy. Really? Yeah, That's so exactly we're, right. We're trying to compete early on, but yep. there's also a little bit of a risk reward that we're working with with Brandon Clark. And, hey, maybe he comes back from his Achilles and he is a similar player to who he was before the injury. Maybe he's not. Maybe Michich is a guy. Maybe he's not. But we're trying to get these guys that can come in and contribute immediately. But at the same time, it's not too much of a, a possibility that they may also just be very bad because they're not very good and they get hurt all the time. And so I love Brandon Clark. I love watching him play. Memphis was better when he's on the floor. Uh, I just think he's a great guy to add. And on top of that is you can't take anybody from Memphis now. That is true. That wipes out uh, David Roddy, for instance. Uh, yes. Who else? Who else was there? Zaire Williams. Yeah. Well, uh, this is terrible news because he was going to be my next pick. Um, something you didn't mention that I do think is really important is he's just starting like an awesome contract. He is getting paid twelve point five million dollars per year for the next four years. So if he gets back anywhere close. To what he was that is going to be such a valuable contract moving forward he's going to be yeah, that's so- why taylor that's why taylor really liked the pick i really liked it and also listen i'm a numbers guy and i'm also a money guy all right and here in pp Township, you're both there's i'm both there's a lot to do all right there's a lot to do it's really hard to get the people to focus on what you are doing the pp people just, <laughs> the p people exactly and um, so we need to have a competitive team right up front, out the gate. We need to have something exciting. And Brandon Clark is going to provide a lot of stability for us and also a lot of stability in the, uh, you know, what we call it professionally, the, uh, mu- the, the money graphs. So his contract's great. <clears throat> All right. Uh, appreciate that. Okay, so now we're moving on to the third pick. For the Gaiman guys, now our, our selection, the Brandon Clark, was taken off the board. I have a few names I'm looking at here. Uh, some some guys I like, some guys I don't. In fact, uh, let me just say, uh, as one of the people who was saying very recently, wow, look at all the talent in the league right now. The talent, the talent in this league is just overflowing. And then you see this list and you're like... Not that overflowing. Yeah, maybe we could probably use a little more talent. Uh, than what I'm looking at right here. <laughs> uh, okay, so with my next pick, R. this one goes. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> R. We're brain trust, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, the next pick of the Gaiman guys, led by Al Baby Cakes and the L Man. And this is a shout out to Michele Barra. We're taking Nas Reed. Now, I considered a few uh, centers in this spot. What I like about Nas is that he's still only 23 years old. You've got him under contract for several more years. 
He's shown a willingness to shoot threes. We are not going to have Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert on our team. So uh, Michele should be happy about that. And I just think this is a great value. I want to get guys that are under contract for at least a little while so that I can uh, use those contracts potentially down the future because I think these guys are going to get a lot of playing time and their value might increase. So the second pick for the Gaiman guys, Nas Reed. So it's back to the PP Sleepies for your third pick. He was on our. Uh, he was number two on our big board. We just skipped over him because of uh, oh, all the wow. contract, all the contract reasons that we were talking about. Yeah, Brandon Clark that's that, we exactly. knew, I, that we knew before we came into this Jay. draft. Very interesting. Hey, can I take this next one, Tayshon? Uh, please. With the uh, third pick for the PP Sleepies, we are going to take from the Sacramento Kings, Sasha oh. Zinkov. <laughs> Wow, you guys are building like an all-Euro team, other than Brandon Clark, uh, two of your guys. Uh, uh, Euro League MVP. Are, I watched a video of him the other day, and don't sleep on him, guys. He was Euro League MVP just this last season. Wow. Uh, stretch, stretch forward. Uh, I'd expect a lot of big things out of him for the uh, PP Sleepies. We might uh, be called the Sleepies, but we don't sleep on players. I'll t- we'll tell you that much. That's amazing. Um, wow, you guys are really coming out firing tonight. You, you've got a clear idea of what you guys want to be. And uh, I think the people of PP are really going to like it. Mm-hmm. You're going to play a beautiful brand of basketball. What you don't passing. know about, about the PP Township is it's actually a collection of international um, refugees. So they're really going to be really okay. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't look that up though. Yeah, don't. Just trust me. I'm a money guy. It's in the graphs. So that takes off uh, Colby Jones, who is a rookie this upcoming season. Can't take him anymore. Um, wow, this is uh, this is pretty shocking. I got to say, although I guess looking at the list, you really could pick literally anyone. <laughs> And yes. uh, I don't know if I'd have a strong opinion. <laughs> um, but that means it's our turn now. Our turn. That's me right. <laughs> and the L-Man. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, okay. So I had a few names here that I've been thinking of. Whew. We had a few names. Well, I was going to say I had a few names, and then uh, I looked at the list that Luke sent me. Because uh, Luke had a few names, you know. Luke sent me his big board actually a few it's, days ago. He was so uh, itching to get working on it. It's so just it's me. just one piece of paper with Air Bud written on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not true. Hey, Luke, if you w- would Air Bud be your your first selection if you were doing a uh, fictional draft? You know, the people that I was really looking at it was Air Bud. Air Bud was up there. He's definitely a top uh-huh. top three prospect, probably. Yeah, yet for he sure. Is. But then um, Will Smith um, from Freshman mm. Bel Air, he's up there. Mm. The Teen okay. Wolf. Wait, on speed or off speed? Huh? On he speed was... or off speed? Um, off speed. Okay. He's going to pass a drug test. And then um, uh, Urkel uh, and the Teen Wolf are both there. Um, for And then uh, no, that's, you know, I'm just giving you an idea into my 
I had some others, but yeah, I love that. That was those are all great, great picks. That's right. Um, so the third Gaiman guy, the third Gaiman guy. I'm trying to do this math in my head uh, to decide if I actually want to do this. Uh, I think the third Gaiman guy is going to be John Collins. John Collins. Now, I still have not taken any like rookies yet. Um, again, this is a bet on John Collins having more opportunity, not having to play with uh, Trey Young anymore, and maybe he he blossoms. I mean, clearly, uh, we most of us think that Utah is a smart front office. They took a gamble on him, didn't have to pay hardly anything, and now they're getting off his contract for free, and we're getting John Collins for free. Now, he does have quite the contract. Uh, the contract is three years left, a little over $75 million. We're hoping that he regains his shooting touch because then we could potentially have both of our bigs uh, stretching out to three. We might pick up another center here in a little while. But, yeah, we're going to go John Collins' third pick for the Guyman guys. And that means that you cannot take uh, Fontecchio or Omer, your seven, oh. formerly of the tank. We're up next. Jamon, I'd love yep. to have this next one. Number three on our big board. Ooh. Absolutely. All right. Welcome with to our... the sleepy. Oh, okay. Go ahead, man. Uh, we, uh, welcome to the sleepy peepees. Brother of Steph, Seth Curry. Ooh. Come on up here. Come on up here, buddy. Wow, you guys, your team is like surprisingly old. Shut up. We're going to beat your freaking <laughs> butt. We need someone to create both of these teams in uh, like an NBA 2K and have them play each other to see who wins. I think Here's my uh, win, actually. Do you think uh, Vesnikov is in uh, 2K yet? Or, or Mitsich? <laughs> uh, I don't know. 24? I'm just realizing you have half of your players have never played in the NBA before. Okay, why did you go with Seth Curry? Shooter, man. Shooting. Okay, I was just asking. I mean, Shooting. I answer. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get ourselves right to the middle, just right in the middle of the league. <laughs> we want to be relevant. Just, just good enough to to maybe get a playing game and not wow, bad enough okay. to get a lottery. To not get a lottery pick. <laughs> uh, I think you're still going to be pretty bad. All right, good. Okay, good. I wouldn't worry about that playing so much. Uh, Seth's on a great see contract. The rest of our draft, man. He signed for this year and next year, a team option on the second year. Very nice deal. Oh, by the way, so I, I looked at all of the guys that are available, and I looked at a EPM, estimated plus minus, you know, catch-all, all-in-one stat. Of all of these guys, who do you think was uh, ranked first? Uh, last, Seth Curry. Last, last season. Uh, the answer to that is no. Any other guesses? Any at all? Any at all? Who was uh, highest? Yeah, who who's like by this advanced stat? Who was the best player in the NBA last year? T.J. McConnell. Uh, no, it was Dwight Powell. Dwight oh, okay. Powell benefits well, of playing with Luca, I suppose. Well, Very efficient. Pick you know? him now. Can't pick him now. Dallas Mavs are off the board as we go to the Guyman guys. 
Uh, fourth pick. And you know what? I'm going to ride the L train on this one. We're going with TJ McConnell. Mm. We need a steady point guard on our team, a vet who won't care if we bench him halfway through the season because we've got someone else good coming up behind him. He's been a steady vet for so long, and this also prevents Kevin Porter Jr. from being our point guard. So we're going with TJ McConnell for the guy. Well, I was going to say you're going to bench TJ McConnell because you're going to be like, uh, we just need we just need KPJ to play point guard. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that. He's going to be a shooting guard. Okay, that brings us to the fifth pick for the PP Sleepies. Jay, who's this. next on our board there? Yes. I've got a lot of guys on the board, but I'm gonna this is where I'm gonna start kind of moving in a different direction a little bit. Uh I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Ben Simmons. Whoa, okay. Okay, Good I luck. wish you would have talked to me about that one. Okay, there you we've, go. We've got shooting, we've got we can space the floor. This is where he's gonna he's gonna become who he's always meant to be. This is it. Mm. Not true. Not going to happen. <laughs> okay, before I even knew the thing about the salary cap, I was going to make uh, an impassioned argument for why Ben Simmons should be a do not draft. Uh, and my, my reasoning is this. Jay, you tell me, as someone who just drafted Ben Simmons on your uh, PP Sleepies, what is the best case scenario for Ben Simmons? Best realistic scenario, would you say? So I'm about to just... Because I regret it immediately, and I would love to take well, it hey, away. It, it was most down-to-dunk listeners, it was their first pick in the draft. So yeah, it's not it, crazy. And the reason I say that, because best-case scenario, when I honestly think about it, is just playing. Just playing. Just playing. Just being just playing. able to play 60, 65 games in a year. That's best-case scenario. I don't care what the product is, just playing. Just playing. So here's That's my it. issue with Simmons is no team is going to give positive value for Ben Simmons because if we think about like what he's done these past couple of years, first of all, there's not a shred of evidence that he's going to get back anywhere close to where he was. Maybe he gets back to like a solid player, kind of like what Jay's talking about, and that would be great, but that's not a $40 million player. If a team, if he plays well enough and a team likes him, they'll just wait for him to be a free agent. Why would they give up positive value plus the number of matching contracts they would need to give up just to get Ben Simmons in his final year? Now, maybe you can just use his contract, forget what he does on the court. Maybe you can just use his contract and flip that in his, you know, in, in his last year for future money, help a team a little bit. But I just like don't see what the upside is for Ben Simmons. Like we know he's not going to shoot. He, we, we all agree with that. Like getting back to what he was it isn't shooting. So he's he's not going to become a shooter. The chances of him becoming the all defensive player that he was, I would say that is pretty low too. Just because he's lost a lot of athleticism after these back injuries, and even when he was as good as he was when he was an all star, all NBA player. He played with another all-star in Joel Embiid, and they couldn't get past the second round. So realistically, what is the upside with Ben Simmons right now? I think this is the worst contract in the NBA, and the only reason I would take it is if Brooklyn gave me one of those unprotected Phoenix picks. 
Now that said, he is a now a member of the PP Sleepies, and uh, we wish you guys the best of luck. The guys dodged a bullet. <laughs> uh, well, first a of all, simple <laughs> a simple wrong would have sufficed. But... <laughs> hey, I'm glad that uh, someone took him because, like I said, a lot of down to dunk listeners would have drafted him number one. So, listen, I, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe he'll play this year for Brooklyn. Uh, I don't think he you will. mean PP. PP is exactly where Ben Simmons needs to be. Jay, I've I've flipped a hundred percent around on my original opinion on this. Well, as soon as I'm I totally as soon with as you I on it, him, you went completely black. Your whole screen went black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went and took I took uh, three shots of whiskey. <laughs> hey, if Ben Simmons gets back to where he was, I will buy uh, a Ben Simmons jersey. I'll wear it proudly. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to where he was like rookie year. Honestly, if he's just like in the conversation for an all-star at any point in his career, maybe I can get a custom made PP sleepies Ben Simmons Jersey. Ooh, I could do that. Oh, I'll have our artists send you over our uh, branding package. It's great. We can get dusty to make it for us. Yeah. He's not busy. He just sent me a picture. He just built a, a giant robot costume <laughs> for his son, which looks very cool. Looks good. Um, okay, fifth pick for the Gaiman guys. Now, up till now, I mean, we've got a few young guys. Kevin Porter Jr., Nas Reed, they're both 23. John Collins, still 25. Uh, TJ McConnell, uh, old. Don't know how old he is, 31. We got, we got to start making the shift now. To grabbing some young guys, in my opinion, uh, would you would you agree, L Man? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, great. So, uh, with our next pick, I'm going to take a guy who was at one point projected as a uh, first round pick in this year's draft from the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm going with Maxwell Lewis. Maxwell Lewis getting a fresh, fresh rookie. On a rookie scale deal, mm. he shot over 40% from three. He does not play defense, but we're not really worried about that right now. Right now, I'm just trying to start stacking some young talent, and uh, Max Lewis is going to be our first pick there. All right, back to these pee-pee sleepies. I almost called you the sleepy pee-pees. <laughs> <laughs> we, we honestly go by both. There, our, alternative, really? our alternate jersey is... Um, yeah, the sleepy peepees. So interesting. That's interesting. fine. That's your city edition jersey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, our township cool. edition jersey. Yes. <laughs> I just missed who y'all draft. Who did you draft? Uh, I drafted uh, Maxwell, Maxwell Lewis, rookie for the Los Angeles Lakers, drafted in this year's second round. I believe he was pick number forty. Yeah, great. Kind of looked him. He was on our. Uh, he was on our short list of the next couple guys we're gonna get. So we're okay, gonna go okay. with uh, we're gonna go with Andre Jackson Jr. Whoa, out of okay. Milwaukee. We're just getting young. Youth Milwaukee. Movement. So I Andre had to go back and look at uh, Sam Vecini's big board to see anything about this guy. He was actually number twenty nine on his big board, wing out of UConn. Great athlete, a little bit limited offensively, but uh, we mm-hmm. like what we see with upside, man. Yeah, I mean, anytime you can play Andre Jackson Jr., Ben Simmons, and Brandon Clark on the floor, you know you're going to have some awesome spacing. Just incredible spacing with those Shut up. three guys. Oh, we're, really, we're really trying to change the way the game's played. 
<laughs> well, you better hope it does. Because if it doesn't... Uh, oh, just wait till we take Matisse Tybel. But the other thing is that, you know, please from do, what Alex please. said, these people, judging by the last expansion, we aren't even to the players yet. These That's are the true. Yeah. That are drafted, but that won't actually ever see the floor for the PPs and the guys. Yeah, all these guys we've We're already the drafted, they're, already, they're out of the league. Yeah. Most likely. Um, okay. The Gaiman guys, our fifth pick. We're our going sixth, sixth pick. Is it our sixth pick? Our sixth pick. Oh, by the way, you can choose how many uh, players you draft. You can just stop whenever you want, apparently. <laughs> uh, like you can just stop? That's so yeah, I, 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 th- I think you, there's a maximum that you can take. I think the maximum you can take is 13. Uh, so you have to have like two spots otherwise, like open for free agents or whatever. Or rookies. Actually, it's because of rookies because you get a first round pick and a second round pick. Um, okay, this one might be surprising, but uh, the way I did my research for this uh, was just typing in these guys' name to Google and then writing season review and seeing what fans of that team on different blog posts wrote about them. And one of the ones that got me the most excited, which I, I probably don't need to take him this high because I doubt you'll take him, Julian Champagny from the San Antonio Spurs. Now, he uh, did not play a ton of minutes for the Spurs last year, but when he did, he was very good. Kind of profiles as a 3 and D guy shot over 40 percent in his limited time with the spurs they liked him so much they signed him to a long-term deal four years 12 million so only three million a year great contract team option on that fourth year so i like the upside here he's only 22 uh you, if you guys want his brother he does he is available for the celtics um but yeah i'm going julian champagne we are going julian champagne for our sixth pick we're popping champagne over here. E popping champagne. <laughs> we popping champagne. Champagne for my real friends. Peeny cham for my fake. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and now back to the PP Sleepies <laughs> with their seventh pick. Who would you guys like to go with? Uh, Taylor, do you have anybody? Do you like out of the? <laughs> Are you guys are you guys quitting? You guys yeah, done? I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna call it off. Hey, I did have a question. Um did did were there any teams in past expansion drafts that just did stop, like what you said? Um I don't know because actually now I'm thinking about it, the nineteen ninety five draft when I looked at it, twenty seven guys were drafted. So one team did stop early, but also that would be thirteen and fourteen names taken. So I don't. The rules must have been slightly different. I haven't looked at who the Bobcats actually drafted. I'll go check that out right now. See how many guys they picked. Um, Jay, I do a lot of guys. I would like to get some more shooting on the floor. Um, I think that's a good point that our opponents, um, you know, they informed us on that we that we will need some more spacing. Um. I'd like to go with Landry Shamit here. I was really hoping you were going to go with like Gillian that. Hayes or something. I'd really like to go with um, Clint Capella here. Yeah, okay, Landry I, think, uh, I was going to say Shamit or Peyton Pritchard. Oh, oh, oh. What do, what do you guys think? Let's talk it out. 
he's uh yeah 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 Shamit feels Good like shooter. a fake shooter is he a real shooter i'm not a fan but he can also dunk oh he can also dunk can he? clearly alex oh. is not a fan do you I've know how him... oh yeah dude do you know what his his deal is yeah i it's... know it didn't sound that crazy when you talked about it uh let me let it me really look didn't it real quick i know just for like what a is player... it 12 a year yeah, for Landry Shamit, it's ten point two this year, eleven, and then eleven point seven guaranteed. That just does not guaranteed. sound that crazy to me. But for Landry Shamit, what, what has he done recently that's gotten you so? He plays. Uh, he plays on every team he's been on. Like he plays actual minutes. He's good. So that's he who you want. Shot 30, 37, almost thirty eight percent from three of five attempts. Only played forty games for the Suns this year. Yeah, sounds like our guy. All right. <laughs> it sounds exactly like who PP want. So now you, uh, no one can take Patrick Baldwin Jr., uh, Xavier Cooks off the board. We don't care about them. I'm we just letting, I'm letting the them. listeners know. <laughs> Lord. All right. Back to the Gaiman guys. The guys. Uh, we are on pick seven here. So I, I'd still like to continue this run of taking uh, young guys because I, I'd like some, just some younger guys that can get a uh, can get us a little bit excited. And so I think I'm gonna go. We are gonna go. <laughs> Hell yeah! Wow. El, actually, before I even say anything, El man, just looking at the names on the board. Yeah. If you if you just <laughs> took took a stab, a guy you like, what what, what would the name be? Huh, 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 huh. I put you on the spot. You and you can say anyone. You can say anyone. You don't have to say young guy. Say Airbud. You know. Don't, don't you dare say Airbud. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Lola Bunny. Um, <laughs> I would go with. Let me see. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Oh, I found it. Hold on. I got to find him again. Got to find him again. I think I would go with (laughs) Jonathan Isaac is who I would go with. (laughs) Okay. This is a, you this have is, to do it. You don't have to do it. No, it's not who we pick. No, well, first of all, a lot of people did want to draft Jonathan Isaac. Um, he who has I not feel, played in two years. Yes, and that is why I feel similar. And I get what people would say is that of this crop of guys, you've at least seen him be really good in the NBA once upon a time, at least defensively. And if for some reason he came back and was able to play basketball again, it's kind of like a lottery ticket. And if he doesn't, well, then it's really not that big of a deal because you're an expansion team. Now, he's only got two years left on his deal, 17.4 next year and 17.4 in 24-25. Um, I don't hate the pick, honestly, because we don't have a lot of high upside defensive bigs as of yet. And you know what? Let's ride the L train. The Guyman guys taking Jonathan Isaac, number seven. Also, I just want to say your reasoning for taking him, Yeah, even though he hasn't played in two years, I was like, are you talking about Ben Simmons or Jonathan Isaac? Yeah, I know. Okay. 
So I just want to oh, say you gave us you know a what? you okay. gave us a, okay. a whole monologue, right. a whole monologue about why we shouldn't have taken Ben Simmons. Here we go. Let, this is what the expanded draft's actually going to be about. Let's make a bet right now. Who plays more minutes this coming season, Ben <laughs> Simmons or Jonathan Isaac? <laughs> I like this bet. You guys have to take Ben Simmons, and we have to take Jonathan Isaac. And whoever loses, uh, what do you say? Um, four hundred dollars. There we go. Four hundred dollars. Let's digitally shake on it. All right, four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, none of us really gamble, and the first time we decide to gamble a lot of money, it's uh, seeing whether Ben Simmons or Jonathan Isaac are going to play more minutes. <laughs> That's the type of gamblers we are. Yeah, uh, dumb, dumb as all hell. Okay. Uh, PP Sleepies, <laughs> eighth pick for you so far. Let's just do a little recap right now. You guys took uh, Mitic, number one overall. Brandon Clark, Sasha Vezinkov, Seth Curry, Ben Simmons, Andre Jackson Jr., Landry Shamit. And then the uh, Guyman guys right now have uh, Kevin Porter Jr., Nas Reed, John Collins, TJ McConnell, Max Lewis, Julian Champagny, and Jonathan Isaac. And uh, where would you uh, folks like to go next? Yeah, we're uh, uh, we're we're running, we're running short of some guys here. Um, Still a lot looking, of names on the board. Just looking Not at saying that, they're good or bad, but just looking at that list, it's a lot of a lot, lot of, of lot of bad players. Um, we could use another. Uh, we might we might need a big out here. We might need some blocks for the fans. Yeah, let's see. You you don't really have a center. Well, I'm just trying um, to appease McKelly. <laughs> by never drafting a center. He probably, probably would appreciate that. You want a center Here's... with that roster. I was just going to play Ben Simmons at center, but... Uh, oh, okay. Interesting. Or I love Clark. that idea. Yeah, that's worked for other teams. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> If we're gonna go center, there's I, I think there's only one option on the board. There's one. There's one. <laughs> Please do it. Go ahead. Same time, Tayshon. One, one, three, two, three. Two, three. James Wiseman. Clint Capella. Oh, come on. You guys didn't even one of you cut it down, the other count it up. You guys are not on the same page. Joseph Joseph Nurkic. Uh, I don't like anybody else that's on this list of players, but I would probably go with. I mean, if we got to draft the big, I do think Clint Capella makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you compare Clint Capella with Brandon Clark, Ben Simmons, and Andre (laughs) Jackson Jr., like you kind of have to do it just to see. You know, if you could take. It's pretty crazy that you're also our coach and you're making our our lineups, Alex. Like, you don't have to play Ben Simmons and Clint Capella together. Yeah, we already conceded that Ben Simmons is going to play like 20 games this year. So, no, I I totally get it. You guys are staggering uh, Ben Simmons and Clint Capella. You're too small. Injury, recovery. We're just, yeah. Hey, I mean, listen, Clint Capella is a good player, and he's on a Thanks, deal man. that if he played well, like he could be traded. I mean, Dallas wants him right now. Yeah, that's we're just gonna so, turn him for Luca. There you go. There you go. 
Oh boy. Okay, so that takes Jalen Johnson out of the running. Which so uh, who are you going to draft, Alex and Luke? <laughs> well, you drafted Jonathan Isaac. I think this is now <laughs> Alex's chance. All right. Um, I want. Uh, I need. I need some point guards because. No, Again, you got Kevin Porter Jr. Shut up. I'm I have to get more. How can you draft guards. him number one overall and have any I know. opinions and give us about crap the about our ninth pick? Listen, I'm trying we to build Capella with our ninth pick. I'm trying to build around KPJ, and to do that, I need to make sure he is not playing point guard for me. Okay? I'm trying to accentuate his strengths. <sighs> so uh, the Gaiman guys are going to go with Peyton Pritchard. Now, he is a restricted free agent, but I don't really think anyone else wants him, so I'm not super worried about that. And uh, he's, 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 he's shown some flashes, and uh, he's only – how old is he? Let's see here. He's 25, older than I thought. <sighs> I wish I hadn't looked that up. Okay, but Peyton Pritchard <laughs> – Number eight for the Gaiman guys. Alex, All right, I have but, to uh, say your your Excel skills are on point. They're thank very- you. I appreciate that. Uh, All right, so Alex, you're banking you're banking on Peyton Pritchard to um, choose to re-sign with the Gaiman guys next year, huh? Oh no! Oh no! Are the PP Sleepies going to sign him away with all their cap space that they don't have because they s- drafted Ben Simmons and Clint Capella? <laughs> uh, you have our a- next pick. We're going <laughs> to yeah. take. Uh, we're going to take Jalen Pickett <laughs> from the Denver Nuggets. You have over sixty million of your ninety million limit committed to Ben Simmons. Capella. We didn't Who even did know this was a rule until your nerd shut up, shut ass up. looked you it do. up. Actually, yeah. we, can, oh, yeah. we can only do 66% of the cap. So um, please put that in your calculations. Uh, my ass did look it up and I told you twice about it. Once before the pod and during the pod. So it's fair And I game. thought we said cap stuff is crap stuff and we no, weren't going to do that. that. That's what you responded to me with. Okay, what, who did you just say, Jay? I think Jalen Pickett from the Denver Nuggets. Jalen Pickett, okay, interesting. Uh, so Zeke Naji was the other option for the Nuggets. He's now off the board. Jalen Pickett will be the pick for the PP sleep. Why is it not? Try that one more time. Jalen Pickett, uh, ninth you, pick. It's because I just commented on how good your Excel skills were, and you immediately mess up. I know that is pretty embarrassing. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. I just want to say we are how many picks deep? We're like 18, 10, 19, 19 picks deep. No, it's actually 17 picks. Oh, yeah, because one is the team of the names. And we haven't even touched the Pistons yet, which I just think is interesting because they have names that just by name recognition alone should be getting someone excited. But no one has gotten excited enough to take them. They, they have uh, Marvin Bagley, James Wiseman, Killian Hayes, all still available. Um. Okay, so ninth pick for the Gaiman guys. I'm feeling pretty good about our team so far, but I would like to uh, dip back in to uh, to the youth movement. So I'm looking around, seeing who the youngest guys I could get are. We are going to go with Tracy Jackson Davis. Actually, I don't even think he's young. Isn't he like one of the oldest rookies? He's 23. All right, whatever. 
Tracy Jackson Davis. Now, the reason I'm taking Tracy Jackson Davis, um, there was some buzz about him as an early second-round pick in this draft, but then he fell all the way to the end of the draft and went to the Golden State Warriors. However, later we found out it was because his agent was telling people don't draft him. So people did want Tracy Jackson Davis, and uh, we want him now. He's going to compete for minutes with, uh, you know, he, he might back up Nas Reed because Jonathan Isaac probably isn't going to play. Oh, he's going to play more than Ben Simmons. Uh, so that brings us to the 10th pick for the PP Sleepies. At most, you can only draft three more players. You can only draft three more players. Taylor, anybody we- uh, excite you out there? Yeah, I, mean, I think we could use another center. Maybe one Not more really. non-shooter if they have any. I mean, if you guys could throw out a lineup with Killian Hayes, Ben Simmons, Brandon Clark, Clint Capella, and who cares playing fifth, I think you'd at least want to see what it looked like, you know? Like, I am so yeah. far down on the list of guys I know anything about here. Well, okay, I so know. At, this, at this point, you could consider, forget about upside, what about just culture guys? You could you could start looking for culture guys. It doesn't have to be always about the talent. Or you could you, be just Yeah, I got you. I know what you're trying to do right here, but it's just another non-shooter you're going to mock us for. I'm not drafting <laughs> Ricky Rubio. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I would love Ricky Rubio. The Spanish our Spanish community. All right, guys, with our 10th pick, we're drafting Ricky that. Rubio. Better in Better in tickets, baby. Tickets, tickets. Ricky Rubio. Wow, you guys are creating like a dream team, I got to say. It's a nightmare, but it is a dream. Hey, Alex, there's a lot of comments here just before your next pick that uh-huh. um, you should let the L train draft because this is clearly a one-sided uh, thing here. And okay. uh, I don't know how your partner feels about it, but I think he's uh, right. kind of itching. No, me and Alex, we we touched base before this. We had a lot of uh, uh brain brain meeting yeah a lot of brain games we were brain. playing brain games <laughs> we were playing uh we we uh hooked up our I'll show you some brain. played a uh, big brain academy this has some brain games and tongue twisters boy we love them tongue twisters now don't we oh, we do okay l man i'm gonna let you pick uh let's see what number player are we up, up to our 10th player from the remaining names you know, go crazy. I'm riding the L train no matter what you say. I won't say anything negative about your pick. Let's go with Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson from the Portland Trailblazers, originally drafted by the Clippers, came over in the uh, Norm Powell trade, I believe. Um, yeah, upside, young athletic that's what we need downside almost everything (laughs) uh he did play at texas i believe is that correct no he played at tennessee oh god i knew that i knew it was a te so that's that's the type of research we do here in pp um it's all about feel all about feel and pp feel (laughs) all right uh (laughs) You guys are on your 11th pick. You can only draft... I guess now you can draft three more players. Uh, Good Lord. You guys are welcome to t- tap out also. 
We're going to take... But, uh, no, man, we're going to keep going, man. This is now a battle of attrition. We're going to draft... Uh, we'll take Killian Hayes from the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, I love it. Oh, wow. This was just released. Breaking news. The uh, new MVP odds for the 2024 MB- NBA MVP. And look who is fourth in MVP odds. Vasily Mitsich, <laughs> plus 600. <laughs> wow, that was a good first pick for you guys. <laughs> I can't remember when I made that. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, you want a Killian Hayes? Yeah. Here we go. Killian Hayes. Now, you know what? I won't belabor the don't. point. We don't need we'll, your content, man. We really don't. Move it. Move it on. We'll, we'll recap at the end. Okay. We'll recap. God, he's so bad. <laughs> so coming up to the eleventh pick, uh, once again, I'm drafting another point guard. <laughs> Anyway, I cannot have Kevin Porter Jr. being our point guard. I am going to ensure that. At this point, if I draft another point guard, three different guys would have to get hurt before Kevin Porter Jr. would be allowed to play point guard. I'm taking Kyra Lewis Jr. from the New Orleans Pelicans. He's also a restricted free agent. Basically, what I'm gambling here is that one of Peyton Pritchard and Kyra Lewis Jr. are going to be solid. Kyra was taken as the 14th overall pick i believe only two years ago then he tore his acl so i feel like there's still upside there all of my point guards are super small which i am a little worried about but uh those are the breaks and if i want to take miles for bride he's also six one okay so two more picks for each of us pp sleepies i feel like we just gotta uh, finish it so let me see the list of what you got here man yeah um, we got a. So I, I want to let everyone know who you're choosing from. Bryce McGowan's, Carlick Jones, Jason Preston, Haywood Highsmith, Miles McBride, Philip Petrusev, Ish Wainwright, Malachi Flynn, and Jeff Downton. Jeff Downton. Hmm. Jay, I'm between. Um, let's go with the restricted guy here. Uh, okay. I li- let's. I like Malachi Flynn, and I like Haywood Highsmith. Jay. I don't like either those. one of those guys, but who who would you take, Jay? I, I, nobody. Oh, well, oh, okay. I, I spoke with Call the it. community. I mean, I'm looking at. Hold on, let me look <laughs> at this Wainwright here a little bit. You just no. looking at a picture of him? Uh, yeah, no. just hey. see what he looks like. All right, we're He's out on him. No. Um, he looks no. like a football player. Oh, dude, is that him? Hmm. Hmm. No. I really like that. That's a. Yeah, just hey, pick Malachi Flynn then, or yeah, pick Malachi Flynn. I don't like you him know, at all, but he's apparently on our team. You know who hey, really likes Malachi in Flynn the, in the playoffs? Uh, yeah, and you know what? You could blame him uh, his season last year on uh, the coach because the coach just didn't want to play him that much, maybe because he was bad. But we'll find out. You know who really likes Malachi Flynn though? Uh, you know, ball don't stop that guy on on Twitter. Yeah, all, yeah. Uh, Hooper brain. He loves him. He loves Malachi Flynn. So uh, does that make you, you feel think he better? Listens or to down to dunk. You think he listens to down to dunk before I answer that? Maybe. Uh, mm, I doubt it. We should have him on. All though. right. We'll take Haywood Highsmith. No, you just took uh, Malachi Flynn. And we are going to take Haywood Highsmith. Thank you very ah! much. No. Your loss okay. is hard. Loss. <laughs> Final selection. 
in the 2023 Down to Dunk NBA expansion draft, we'll make our final selections, then go over our teams and maybe give a little philosophy about how we're thinking uh, our team's going to play, you know, what style, if they're going to take, you know, more than five threes a game, those type of details. I think uh, Tayshawn, my friend Big Mike in the chat is probably correct. Is I think we have to draft uh, Philip Petrusev. Philip. Philip Petrusev. Um, I'm not sure where he's. I'm not sure where he's from, but our community from that country is going to be really happy with this. He played well. at Gonzaga, but that's all I got for him. So Philip is a pee pee. Philip is a pee pee. Philip a pee pee. All right, from Serbia, man. Oh, the Serbs! Oh my God, the Serbs! I I have so many friends. They're going to love this. They're going to buy so many tickets. Jay, we're selling tickets, baby. We're making it. We're making it, baby. Uh, okay. So, L Man. Yes. Um. Oh my gosh, we have some breaking news here. Hold on, it's scrolling. Uh, ben Simmons tells Chris Haynes that he will not play for the PP Sleepies and demands oh, a no. trade. Oh no! Oh no! He has put you in a bind already. Oh, oh this is breaking no, news. That's no bind. That is actually why we drafted Clint Capella when we did because he already informed us of that, and uh, wait, he wait, was going to. Clint Capella told you that Ben Simmons be our, was going to demand a trade. Interesting. <laughs> No, we, we drafted Ben Simmons. He immediately says, I'm not playing for you. You're going to trade me. So we said, okay, we need a center. And then we uh, drafted Clint Capella. Yeah. So we already knew that. It's of no news to us. We already have a trade on the table. It's going to be big. So don't worry, PP Township. We got it handled. Oh, no. Let's I just say that news. we've heard that Ben Simmons uh, loves Portland. Breaking news. This is just coming in to Down to Dunk. Uh, Clint Capella has just told Chris Haynes that he will also not play for the PP Sleepies and is also requesting a trade. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, that so a- we actually knew that as well. That's why we drafted uh, Petrusev. Uh, we said, okay, Clint Capella's gone. We just need – just pick anyone who's kind of big, who's over 230 pounds. Let's get him out there. Uh, the good news is Dallas really wants Clint Capella, so I think we're going to get a good return on that. So don't worry, PP Township. We still got you covered. More like PP Town shit. <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, Alex, for our final one, do you have anyone that you absolutely do not want to draft? And I will pick someone that besides the person you say we can't. Uh, no. Uh, you, uh, this, this is, uh, it, even if there was, I'm going with the L-Man. We're going with Miles McBride. All right. I like it. We have now drafted, if you don't count Kevin Porter Jr., because we're not counting him as a point guard, we have drafted four <laughs> point guards who are all, I believe, 6-1 or less. Oh, One, yeah. That's okay. cool. One's got a hit. One's got a hit. And as um, we all know, uh, height doesn't really matter in the NBA, so I think you guys are going to do really well. And I think your fans are going to love going to games and seeing four six-foot players out on the floor at one time because evidently that's how you think basketball goes is um, you just play your four worst players together. 
All right. Uh, here we go. Taylor, why don't you give us a rundown of uh, who you all drafted, the PP Sleepy's final roster, the 13 players you drafted. Let's hear it. All right. We went with Mitsich. We got Brandon Clark. We got Sasha Vezenkov. We got Seth Curry. Ben Simmons, no longer here. Uh, Andre Jackson Jr., Landry Shamit, Clint Capella, also not here anymore. Jalen Pickett, Ricky Ruby. Hey, you know what that does? That frees open free agent roster spots. And we've – oh, man. Man, do we have something coming for you, PP Township. We've got Ricky Rubio. Great guy. He's going to do one uh, so many things for our community here in PP. We have Killian Hayes, Malachi Flynn, a star. And we have Philippe <laughs> Kutrasev. Okay, so now give me your best – uh, five-man unit, who you're, who you're throwing out there, last five minutes of the game. Jay, feel free. Uh, you know, you guys can t- can talk this out. Don't want to put so, any pressure on you. Of course, our number one pick has got to be your starting point guard. Yeah, yeah, got to be. Has to be. Uh, I'm going to go my those top four right there, and then so we're going to throw Capella Brandon out there. Brandon Clark, Vezenkov, Curry, and Clint Capella. All right. Well, yeah, he's hey. not here. He's not here. Clint Capella's gone. Oh, not not yet. Maybe if you uh, guarantee, we'll him take the Capella out and put Shamit in there, man. We'll let a uh, we'll go well, small. Yeah, let yeah. Clark and Sasha play big. And uh, I think you guys could do some really cool things off the bench with the uh, Killian Hayes, Ricky Rubio backcourt. Maybe uh, Malachi uh, Flynn. Malachi no. Flynn. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was the PP Sleepies and the Guyman guys. What's your starting Kevin- five? Give me a second. Let me. <laughs> Can I have a second? Can I have a second, Jay? Okay. Kevin Porter Jr., Nas Reed, John Collins, TJ McConnell, Max Lewis, Julian Champagny, Jonathan Isaac, Peyton Pritchard, Tracy Jacks, Jackson Davis, Keon Johnson, Kyra Lewis Jr., Haywood Highsmith, Miles Deuce McBride. And our starting lineup. Oh, now, this is just for game one. Things could change as the season goes on. We're going to do – God, this is going to be a bad defensive lineup. TJ McConnell, Kevin Porter Jr., Julian Champagny. He actually is okay, so that's – he could be 3 and D. Uh, John Collins, Nas Reed. So, once again, that was TJ McConnell, KPJ, Julian Champagny, John Collins, Nas Reed. we got Jonathan Isaac coming off the bench. And a ton of point guards who are all six one. Uh, you don't know if Fresh. you do not know if Jonathan Isaac is going to be coming off the bench. Uh, he's going to play more than uh, Ben Simmons on your team, and if he doesn't, I will owe you four hundred dollars. All right, that's to each Jay and I, by the way. Yeah, it's it's four hundred dollars each. It's actually eight hundred dollars. Hey, if, if you if you were making that bet, who would you pick? I kind of I kind of think I might Isaac. pick Simmons. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I might I, pick Simmons. <laughs> it's hard, man. Isaac's is physical, and Ben's seems mental. And I trust maybe the physical coming back before the mental. Yeah, I mean, at least Isaac did play eleven games last year. I mean, there wasn't. And then tore is what abductor. Yeah, not important. Not important. No, you know no, what that no. is, man. Yeah, he's played 11 ga- – actually, let me tell you minutes-wise. He's played 124 minutes in the last three seasons. Yep. 
that's uh, I mean, the he tore his knee in the bubble and hasn't played but 11 games since, right? Yeah. Now, on the flip side, uh, your guy, Ben Simmons, he has played a lot more minutes than that. He played 1,100 minutes last year. Man, I don't remember that. He played half of their games. Good for him. Yeah, I feel like we've got this bet safe. Yeah, yeah, regretting it for sure now. Okay, go, yeah, we going back. Cyber shook. We cyber shook. Okay, going back to the Thunder real quick. Um, I think you guys. I think I think the big story out of this draft is going to be you guys taking uh, Vasily Micic number one overall. If you could have taken like Poku or Trey Mann, where would they have slotted in? And Taylor's gone. Where would they have slotted in in your draft? Like, how soon would you have gone back to grab I one think of those Trey, I think Trey goes in the top four. Poku in my top seven, probably. Okay. And and the thing with Poku, of course, restricted free agent, so that uh, reduces his value a little bit. Well, you're going to have so many people knocking down the door f- to get Poku in the unrestricted free agency in 2024. <laughs> you never know. I mean, if, if, you, if, has... you do th- if you do think about it, though, if you brought in Poku... He stayed healthy. He played like he did last year. Teams would be interested in him. Yeah. I mean, compared to all these 6-1 guards that I drafted. <laughs> it's hard about Poku. Is like, he just want, it was kind of like JRE as well, where they both had that injury and just were never the same person. Never the same person, yeah. Like changed just fundamentally. Uh, all right. I guess that brings us to the end. Is I mean, what anything? do you think? Where would you draft? How high would you do Trey Man or Poku in yours? Uh, I would have probably considered Trey third, uh, behind Nas Reed, and Poku. Honestly, Poku, I probably would have done third or fourth. I can't believe you, you wouldn't have taken Mitic. We, you know, it's interesting that you say that. I, I honestly didn't even think about taking him. I don't know why. I don't think it's crazy that you took him, but I was just assuming that Trey Mann was going to be the player from the Thunder that would get drafted that I didn't really even consider Mitsich in my head. Hmm. I think it's a reasonable choice. Yeah, it is. All right. I am looking at your team now. Uh, veteran team, you might say. Yeah, We told you from the start, we're trying to be competitive. You guys did, to sell tickets. You guys did really good. Thanks, Luke. You guys are great. Thank you, Luke. Hey, would, Every, would you guys uh, hold on? Keep talking. Everyone I'm with you, man. Did good. We didn't record this. <laughs> <laughs> Start from the top. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> we did. There would be no podcast. Uh, oh my God! Uh, the L man has been traded to the PP Sleepies. No! This is breaking news. No! Wow! How do you do that? Welcome, L train. Hey, welcome over here. I think you're gonna love it here in PP. So, do you, let me ask this question, Alex. Do you think that there's any chance, knowing that the parity in the league today seems to be pretty different from what it was when the Grizzlies and the Raptors came into the league? Like, is there a chance that they would actually lower, like? How hard would the owners fight to like if they said, "Hey, you can only protect seven instead of eight or whatever"? Like, 
Yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, like exactly. Why would the owners of the other teams agree to that? It where they would like because if you get to the names that would be up next, I mean, there's some good names like the Thunder, for instance. It would probably be Wiggins. Okay, maybe that's not like a crazy name, but we obviously like Wiggins. Um, I think Denver was one where it would have to be. Well, it'd be Peyton Watson. Okay, maybe this isn't as crazy as I thought. Memphis, though. I mean, they're already. It would be Stephen Adams, I guess. Okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to think of a team where it would actually really kill them. Yeah, I was waiting for you to be like Boston would have to uh, put Tatum Tatum out there. Um. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these other ones. <sighs> Trey Lyles. You want me to just name off names? You tell me if you care or not. Yeah, I mean, uh, sure. Brandon Pajemski for Don't Golden care. State. Okay. Nah. Uh, Max Christie. Don't care. Um. Oh, actually, I take that back. Uh, with the Thunder, Aaron Wiggins has a team option, so this actually would be very hard. You'd probably have to do Kenrich. Oh, yeah, and he's going early. He's going early, for sure. Good culture guy. Uh, another interesting one would be Utah. It'd probably be Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, one of those names. Sure, yeah, we start to Utah, actually get. Some I would names. get rid of Sexton before. Oh, I would, here I'd we protect. go. Never mind. Houston, Dylan Brooks, obvious. Uh, maybe they will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will say though, like that when that happened with the '95 draft, it instantly created like two awful teams, and that just happened to be the years that like the Bulls became amazing. Probably helped to pick up a few wins from just these awful teams. So I could see something similar happen where the PP Sleepies and the Guyman guys are just terrible out of the gates. They're truly automatic wins in a league where. Right now, it doesn't feel like there's hardly any automatic wins. So you might see the, the win totals pushed up a little bit. We might see, I mean, these teams right here, I would say my team's winning about 16, 17 games. <laughs> I mean, you do, you do get two draft picks, so that, that would help a little bit. And you do get So how does that work? The way it worked back then was they got, they just randomly gave them like the sixth and seventh pick. This was in 95. When Charlotte did it, they gave them the fourth pick and then they traded up to two to get a Mecca Okafor. Um, so they, they, do not, they do not give you like the top pick. They usually give you a pick somewhere between four and seven. Like, do you, so if you're one of those teams that's trying to position, position yourself in the draft, you're probably a little pissed that you're like, dang, oh. gum it. Like, this is the year. If you think about the Giddy draft, if they did it like they did in 95, that probably would have pushed OKC back to the eighth spot. Yeah, to which, which maybe they still get Giddy because maybe the expansion teams don't draft Giddy. But yeah, that would have that would have hurt to pick eighth. So I'm looking at the uh, 95 expansion draft right now. And there were actually some names that went in this draft. Uh, guys like BJ Armstrong, Greg Anthony, John Sally. Um, Byron Scott. So more names than this draft had, I think. Well, I don't know. Let's see. You don't think we'll look fondly back upon uh, Nas Reed, John Collins? Actually, now that I say that, and I'm like, well, Ben Simmons is in this draft. That's a pretty big deal. Seth Curry. Mitich, future MVP. Yeah, John Collins. Yeah, I guess you're right. 
I guess I'm thinking like John Sally just got famous. So is he just a name because he's a famous guy? Um, okay, before we go, last thing, because we're a Thunder podcast uh, in this summer, we have to do this every week. Um, who are you keeping in the final roster? Has it changed at all? No. You know, let's assume <clears throat> you got your top 13, which I include Poku in that. We're all assuming Poku's going to stay. Who, who would be your final two picks out of guys like Trey Mann, Usman Garuba, Ty Ty Washington, uh, JRE, Jack White? Uh, I think I said I was last week I was going to keep Trey Mann. That's who I'm keeping. And yeah. what about, you get one more. It's Jack White and JRE. It's between those two. That you're keeping? For the last spot? Really? Did you guys see the... I realize we're just going super long now, but did you guys see the uh, Spanish newspaper interview with Usman Garuba? Uh, missed that one. No. <laughs> you, you missed that one? <laughs> that wasn't in your Apple News feed? Didn't get to see that one. Okay, so they... Because he's about to play in the World Cup uh, for Spain. And he was interviewed, and they asked him eventually about OKC. This is from uh, Thunder Focus, who, who translated it, I'm going to say. He has been in contact with OKC's front office and coaching staff. The staff told him they trust him a lot and don't believe he was in the right place in Houston, which he agrees with. Glad to be where he wanted to be drafted in OKC. Oh, damn. Garuba Ooh. said he admires the Thunder with how they compete after having seen him played against them last season. What do you guys think? Damn, that's pretty big. Yeah, I mean, that makes he he I remember vividly when he was drafted. I thought the Thunder, he felt like a Thunder guy. He did because he he's really high upside defensively. Yep. And he's a surprisingly good passer, which you haven't totally seen if you just look at his stats in Houston. But when he played whatever was last year, there was a European Cup competition. He only played it was he played in nine games, but he had two point four assists per game in those international games to point eight assists. And uh people who are high on him talk about like his short roll passing, which I think would be something be great for OKC. So I've I've become big time Garuba pilled. I, I want Garuba on this roster. Yeah. And I think he, he would have of some of these other guys, I think he has a clear path to minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I and that's I mean I've kind of felt the same way, not not in the minute situation, but just probably a, a little bit too much excitement about a guy I don't know anything about in in Micic. Like I'm pretty high on him. That's why I'm so high on the Thunder team. I think he's a great addition to this team. And then I have to remind myself like he was a second round pick or whatever his rights were from Philadelphia that was kind of thrown in a trade. But apparently the Thunder really wanted that piece. It wasn't just a toss away. I, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. If you were to make a basketball pun with the name of the new movie Oppenheimer, would you make it Hoopenheimer or Oppenhooper? I think Hoopenheimer. Mm. I think Hoopenheimer too, but then I think Oppenhooper. Could be good. I like alliteration, so I'm going Hoopenheimer. Hoopenhopper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just combine them. Then no one will know what the original <laughs> reference was. Hoop and Hooper. 
All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us on YouTube. This podcast will maybe be up in the morning if Andrew gets around to it. Hey, uh, I just... do have a... What? I'm sorry, Alex. I have a myth and peach real quick about Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I went yeah. to go. See, I went to go see it by no myself spoilers. on Tuesday. Yeah, no, no spoilers. spoilers. Don't no spoilers. worry. I went at seven forty-five. I wake up at four thirty to go to work. Hey, I should have known. I shouldn't have gone to this this kind of movie by myself in F flicks like the lounge chairs. Okay, I had a oh, beer. Yeah. I had chips and queso by myself. I'm cool. Uh, next thing I know, I'm being woken up by one of the work employees there, letting me know I've been snoring and someone complained. So I said, okay. I said, okay, check, please, and left. Wait, you left in the middle of the movie? I wasn't going to make it. I w- no, no, no. I was an hour in. I was only 33% into the movie. I was, uh, And I was snoring. So there's no way I was going to make it. It was 9 p.m. I was like, there's no way I'm making it. So I'm just going to leave now. How long were you snoring before they were like, the person was like, I have to complain. This guy's ruining the, this movie experience. Yeah. How quick did you fall asleep if you were only an hour in? I guess as soon as I finished my chips and queso. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. How much did all that cost? How much did that night out cost for you? It was probably 30 bucks. I mean, it wasn't insane, but it wasn't great. A beer, chips and queso, and a movie ticket, that had to have been 40. No, because the beer was their beer, so it was $7. Chips and queso was 12, and then the movie ticket was 12. So what am I at? 31? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so don't call me a liar ever again, you son of a bitch. I went to uh, Mission Impossible by myself, and it was. 30 bucks for popcorn, a water, and a ticket. <laughs> I went and saw I went and saw Spider-Verse by myself. Need that, Man, but I, going to movies by yourself is great. Is it or are we just lonely? Oh. No, I need to be I need to get away. That's like my only way. Go to a movie that no one else wants to see. That's how I do it. Well, okay. Thanks for the support. All right. See you guys later. Uh, see ya.